All right, uh, episode six. Stella is pissed. I know, and it was great. <laughs> All right, let's 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 uh, start this gravy train. Hello and welcome to the Magic Winks Clubhouse, a podcast where two best friends get together and recap every episode of the Italian Magical Girl series Winks Club. I'm Brendan, fairy of the surging sea. And I'm Tess, fairy of the Rolling Stones. Today, we are watching Season 2, Episode 6, Runaway Groom. The original Italian title is Brandon's Wedding and aired May 5th, 2005, while the four kids dub title is My Boyfriend's Wedding and aired on October 15th of 2005. So, we begin um, with Bloom, Sky, Stella, Aisha, and the Pixies, plural, wandering through the darkened tunnels because animators have suddenly decided that now we need to care about lighting. Uh, Sky speaks up and says that while he is as worried about Brandon as Stella is, wandering around random cave tunnels probably ain't the best idea. Stella, however, is currently running on pure rage, so she isn't paying attention. <laughs> she mad, y'all. It's, it's magnificent. It's, it's way better in Cinelume than for kids because Stella's voice is a little grating when it's trying to be angry in Four Kids. Um, but yeah, Stella doesn't even notice when Bloom has to stop due to her leg cramping, because apparently they've been walking for a long time. Chatta tries to intervene on Bloom's behalf, but Stella snarls that, that they won't stop for a single second as long as Brandon is still in Downland. And... To be fair, later in the episode, it's probably a good idea that they kept going. She even snatches the flashlight from Sky so that she can set the pace. And okay. Digit wishes Amore good luck with having Stella as her bonded fairy. Amore doesn't seem to care because Stella's running on the power of love. In Downland, Brandon gets hauled to Amentia by a pair of guards, and she asks if the wedding preparations are proceeding smoothly. The guard informs her they're running into an unspecified delay, which I thought was going to be the adventuring party. Turns out, no. Uh, and this sets Amentia's temper off. She demands they solve whatever is going wrong. Probably the hors d'oeuvres are coming out wrong. And uh, demands they solve the problem to her standards and orders them to leave her and Brandon alone so she can sexually harass him some more. I hate this subplot. In Four Kids, the sexual harassment was changed into an even weirder route. The So, instead of instead of the wedding being postponed slightly due to an unspecified delay, they were working on prepping Brandon to be as perfect as Amentia needs, which is perfect. Um, so they, like, plucked his eyebrows, they did, I don't know, whatever... But apparently one of Brandon's arms is one millimeter shorter than the other. Ugh. And 
Brandon's like, oh, thank God, this means I can't marry you because I'm not perfect. And Amentia's like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to fix this. And I'm like, is he? she going to chop off the tip of his finger? Uh. No, turns out it's just stretches. But I'm like, what? Uh, speaking of Downland, uh, the adventuring party finally arrives. And they Assassin's Creed their way through the city streets to reach the palace. And they even do the thing where you throw a rock to distract a guard while you run around a corner. Okay. The way the rock looked in the when when Aisha was holding it, it looked like maybe a smoke bomb or like a flashback. Like, no, it's just a rock. Uh, unfortunately, Stella's powers are starting to drain again, so she's getting a little woozy. Uh, they duck into a building, uh, to hide. After they nearly alert a guard, and they have to wait for the uh, little eye icon that indicates if you're detected or not to close again. And there is a scare where they think they've been caught, but it is just the weirdest looking cat I've ever seen. How did this cat open the door? Maybe downland cats have prehensile tails. Maybe the real rulers of downland are the cats. I mean, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Something that I unfortunately missed in 4Kids. So I'm bringing it up now because it's hilarious. Um, they were talking about marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, oh, I don't want to get married because kids show. And Bloom says something like, I'm not getting married until I'm 30. (laughs) 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 We're almost 30. So is she, technically. (laughs) Well. Actually, no, I think think Bloom is 30. She's also married now. I don't think they ever did get married. Anyway, um, but Stella, well, first of all, so, yeah, Bloom's getting married when she's 30. Sky mentions that there is an actual realm where the concept of marriage doesn't exist. Aisha says she never wants to get married. And Stella has a plan. She's getting married when she's 25. All of Solaria will be invited. Well, yeah, it's a, it'll be like when uh, it'll be like when Diane Chuck got married. Or Bill and Katie. Vera Wand is designing her wedding dress. Womp womp. And Bloom and Aisha are going to be two of her bridesmaids. And Aisha is just thrilled about it. Anyway, continue. I needed to get that off my chest. Uh, so the pixies hide under various forms of dishware. And instead of, like, ditching those disguises, they instead fly through the streets as hovering pots and pans. <laughs> Which, I guess this is to facilitate them getting caught easier. Uh, it- their cover does get blown, and there's a brief chase scene that results in Sky getting caught by a guard, and Amore being separated from the party. Somehow. 
Thankfully, Bloom remembers her affinity for blunt weaponry from the Domino Dungeon Crawl last season and <laughs> enchants the guard's club to knock him unconscious. But this only draws more attention and the entire party just has to scramble. During the pixie chase, in Cinelum, there are two, at least two movie references. Braveheart and Back to the Future. And in Four Kids, those are completely cut. Yes, uh, from what I understand, that pixie whose name I can't quite recall. She the just, B one. Yeah, the one who is B-themed just does this. She makes constant pop culture references that get cut from Four Kids. Oh, that sucks. Let's cut your entire personality. I mean, her her personality is, um, uh, what's that terrible movie called? Ready Player One, so it's fine. <laughs> anyway, so Amore is separated from the crew. Obvs. Not sure how this happened, but whatever. And she's wandering through the streets of Downland and finds a despondent sponsus. That was weird to say, who is very clearly getting drunk on the streets to try and forget about the fact that he's not getting married today. It's it's weird to see a, a troglodyte getting drunk. Wait, at... troglodyte? Where did you get that name from? Well, I mean, it's it's not an uncommon phrase, but apparently it's what these things are officially called, are trogs. <laughs> Uh, in Sinalum, Amore reprimands him for drinking grapefruit juice on an empty stomach, saying that this will give him acid reflux. This is also where we learn the name of said species, Trogs. Um, I heard drunk? My cousin Chris heard drugs. We didn't hear- I actually had to look it up in the damn wiki to find out what the name of the species was. Um, in Four Kids- Sponsus just says that he's very thirsty, and Amore is like, that's because you've been crying so much. Anyway, Sponsus briefly explains the situation to Amore, admitting that he is in love with Amentia, and she cheers him up by conjuring up a rose. It's kind of interesting, because, so, part of her character design is that she has flowers in her hair. <laughs> and, <laughs> What? There are flowers in my hair. Na, 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 na. The song sucked. I mean, I thought the exact same thing. So. <laughs> it's not just you. So, but she like pulls the dress, uh, pulls the dress off. She pulls the flowers off. Uh, the flower off her dress. And she like does a little pixie dust on it and it turns into a full-sized flower hooray uh so uh, it's time for the downland royal wedding ba -ba -ba. and uh brandon laments the situation to a random talking bird uh, in Cinelum, this bird says what essentially sounds like 107 and four kids, it speaks complete f sentences. I think this thing might be a cursed, 
like, Trog or, like, Upland or, like, something. This thing is sentient and freaky. And in the Nickelodeon dub, it says 8675309. Stella, can you hear me? Uh, Brandon also mentioned that he has fire. <laughs> uh, we need to pad this episode, okay? Uh, here's the... Uh, did we did we gloss over the guard worm or? Uh, I think that happens in a minute. Okay, because four kids put the guard worm before my note of what the fuck is that bird? Um. Anyway. Oh yeah, uh, there's a guard worm. There's a taxon from animorphs. <laughs> it's an Alaskan bullworm. Big, scary, pink. Well, it's yellow. It looks like a giant larva. It, it's not pleasant. It's a very good monster design because it's not good to look at. All right. So, okay. He mentions that he tried appealing to the king in order to have the marriage called off. So, Downland isn't a principality after all. You know what? Whatever. Who cares? Um... A guard informs him, you know, the guards, the one with four arms, because apparently if you're born with four arms, surprise, you're a royal guard now, um, that he will be led to the altar by the queen. And we're introduced to Amentia's mother, who is a king-sized, a king-sized, no, who is a King Zora-sized version of her daughter that drags Brandon down to the ceremony. And has this... It's like they're trying to do a Jewish mother-in-law accent, but they are trying not to be offensive. <laughs> so she's just a little bit Long Island. She's Golden Girls Italian. We briefly rejoin Amore and Sponsus, who find the Shantae Servant Girls trademark preparing the bouquet. And this clearly gives Amore an idea. So the queen drags Brandon past a bunch of cells where uh, other men are just yelling for help. And the queen explains that they're to be married to the ladies of the court. (coughs) 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 This place is horrifying. Sailor Moon says, always get someone's consent before you marry them. Um... Uh, in four kids, they cut out the screaming uh, grooms to be, but uh, the queen threatens to eat Brandon if he's not perfect. <laughs> That's funnier, actually. That can stay. <laughs> they also cut out. Um, I called him Fraxis. I'm not sure why. Anyway, they cut out Sponsus's drinking problem. So they did edit the episode a little bit. I wasn't entirely paying attention because as my, um, as my, uh, as my, uh, notes say, my last edit was about half an hour ago, so. Where are we? Oh, we're in the last <laughs> paragraph. Oh yeah, this, this wasn't a very big episode, by the way. Uh, we are currently at almost 22 minutes, at least on my end. It's, yeah, not a whole lot to do here. Um. Oh, I have a question. No. 
Who's that little orange pixie with, like, the Chinese lanterns? I think her name is Ginger. Where has she been? Like, I'm not used to seeing her. Where was she from? She's probably been here the whole time. (laughs) She's just been over there. Also, these Uh, newts are Catholic, I guess. Yeah, dearly beloved, we are gathered together today. Marriage! So the marriage ceremony is set to begin outside of the palace, and Amentia is led to the altar by her father, who is also a King Zora. It's fine. He uh, looks like King Trode from Dragon Quest Eight. If you get that reference, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't. Uh, so Brandon rounds the corner, his life flashes before his eyes, and he realizes he's doomed to never see the sun again, and faints once they reach the altar. Uh... Uh, the adventuring party Uh, the adventuring party got captured by the guards uh, because I want this subplot to be over so we're speeding ahead the day is saved by Moray's rose which she was able to slip into Amentia's wedding bouquet off screen apparently was enchanted so the princess will return Sponsus's love after she sniffed it I guess we're going from non-con to dubcon frankly I don't like it Sponsus and Amentia get married, subplot over, never have to see it again. In fact, episode over, meeting adjourned. Open your eyes, open your mind. We are the way- Um, there is a small scene afterwards where it's just, well, all's well that ends. Well, I guess we're going home. There's horrible music. There's a, there's a bad pop song. Why did the gay-coded newt know that Sponsus was there and also in love. Um, There's a scene at the end with the queen, princess, what the fuck ever, and Sponsus, and it's reversed in four kids for whatever reason. What the fuck was this episode? Uh, This episode was desperately trying to end a subplot. That because they <laughs> they got 25 episodes, they needed to use 25 episodes. If you just real quick click on that uh that image that I sent you, you will get the reference. Oh, yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That's about right. Um so, so um uh what do we do now? <laughs> scramble! Scramble! Uh, ah, ah! <laughs> um, okay, so, um, we are now starting a, uh, Kikai Sentai Zenkaiger fan podcast. I would die for Magina. Of room is very polite. <laughs> and Gaon has gotten better. That is very good to hear. Uh, Stacy is gender. Yeah. Uh, uh, Socks is a fruity little pirate twink who does his fruity little dance. Uh, Juran is gay grandpa. Uh. <laughs> ah, Kaito, the genre of this podcast has changed, Kai! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, best worst MVP. (laughs) 
Uh, best Stella being powered by sheer anger. Same. Uh, worst this entire subplot. Same. MVP Amore, who single-handedly saved us from the subplot. The guard worm. For being a giant man. Yeah, the guard worm was cool. Uh, so uh, this very short episode of the of Magic Wings Clubhouse has come to a close. If you liked what you heard here, I'm sorry it didn't last very long. Maybe don't start on this episode. Put that at the beginning, please. <laughs> uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Magic Winks Clubhouse. Cal, er, what's nope. up? What's up, Calcifer? Cat. What you looking for? Cat. Oh, what's up? Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Magic Winks Pod. You can email us at magicwingsclubhouse at gmail.com. That is the name of this podcast at gmail.com. I honestly feel like we should be talking about more stuff right now. Yeah, we, uh, I don't think we should really be plugging our personals. We don't really do anything on our personals. Um, if you want to, you can. Contract Writers is over. Uh, but the fan art keeps coming. And by the fan art, I mean the official art produced by, uh, the players. Uh, uh, oh, you know what? Here's a plug for you. Uh, my DM, Jack, has released the alpha version of his Voidheart Symphony hack, Masqueraders, which is a common Rider inspired uh, investigation and monster fighting game, uh, specifically inspired by common uh, Rider's Double O's and Forze. Uh, you pick a civilian splat book, you pick a writer splat book, and you go from there. Because I know you're <laughs> interessanted. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh shoot, should I plug something too? Um, um, if you manage to find a way to watch Kikai Sentai Zenkaiger, I would very much recommend it. It's ridiculous. It it's it's really fun, and despite being the forty fifth anniversary show, you really don't need to know anything about Super Sentai to watch it. You just need to kind of understand pop culture. You need to know how Power Rangers works, but other than that, um, oh god, yeah, this is going to be our shortest episode in a hot minute. It's going to be seven f- minutes long. It's what it deserves, frankly. Uh, so, to end this, to just end this subplot and get back to, you know, like, actual important things next time, please join us next episode for episode 7, The Mysterious Stone. Darkheart wasn't even in this episode! Nope, he sure wasn't. Meeting adjourned! Open your eyes, open your mind. We're doing our podcast. It's gonna go really well. It is about Wings Club.